Welcome to Kindred Conversations. I'm Paris Tews. And I'm Brittany Fry. We are two young moms that are committed to loving motherhood because we believe that it is something to be enjoyed, not just endured. We want to cherish the sweet moments and be present during the hard ones while we grow alongside our children. As we have entered motherhood, we have found so much comfort and value in conversations with women in all different stages of motherhood. And we are here to share those conversations so we can grow together and embrace all of the joy modern motherhood brings. It's Friday, so here we are with another episode of Kindred Conversations. And today we are sharing a lot of answers we got from you. And our topic is how to have a happy home. Um, yeah, it was really fun to hear from you guys. You really pulled through once again with the answers. So thank you. I think this is something that Paris and I are both really passionate about. It's making our homes feel like a really comfortable, warm, inviting, happy place to be. Not only like for those of us that live there, our children, our spouse and ourselves, but also just so that it feels that way for anyone who comes, who visits. You want it to feel the same. And it's just really fun to hear everyone else's ideas. I think sometimes I sort of get stuck in a rut of doing like my same things. And it's just fun to hear like what other people do. Yeah. And truly that is one of the most important goals for me as a mom. Like I think there are so many things that we can't control. But one thing I can control is the environment that my kids and my my husband live in. And I just want that to always be a place of peace and love and calm, happy energy. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, not calm a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> calm after bedtime, maybe. Yeah. yeah, but happy. and Very happy. And I want it to be a place where there can be calm, peaceful moments. Totally. So even if those aren't all the time, I want a space to be conducive to those moments as well. Mm-hmm. And I will say too, one thing I liked about <clears throat> reading through the submissions that we got and just talking about what we do in our own homes um, is that they're a mix of the tangible and intangible. Yeah, I agree with that. Which I, you know, when you walk into someone else's house and it feels good, you can feel instantly, like just the general, like, yeah, feeling of the house. I don't really know how else to say that. Yeah, it's a real thing. They're yes. Ha- like homes have energies. Yes. And you can feel that it the second so you walk hippie. in. <laughs> the energy of my home. <laughs> but you can. You can feel it. It's true. And I think so much goes into that. And a lot of times, like, we can't quite put our finger on it, you know? You're just like, oh, it feels good in here, but I can't quite say exactly why. Or, you know, the opposite. Sometimes you don't feel that way. And yeah. You're like, but I can't quite say why. So I just liked that, you know, there are, like, physical things we can do as well as just, like, emotional, you know, things that we can do too. Yeah, and a lot of these I think we all do, but it's good to have a reminder about them and, like, how important they are. And some of them were, like, new ideas for me. So I really appreciated hearing them. Um, But we're going to start out, as usual, with some thoughts of gratitude. I always forget. I want to jump right in. I know. I'm so excited. I know. Um, But today, I am grateful. Um, Pierce and I have our New Year's resolutions, um, which we should do, like, a little check-in on those. We should. Anyways, guys, January resolutions for me. (laughs) I'm... Going well. Yeah, I my only resolution was to wake up early. 
<laughs> and work out and it's been going well oh and get unaddicted to sugar because the addiction was <laughs> real and that's actually going pretty well too good it's been nice to um yeah I definitely have been eating sugar still but like it doesn't like you're control it me as much yes. as it did yes before the new year anyway but this does relate because today I am grateful um for Pierce his new year's resolution was to start cooking more and it has been really fun because it has led to a lot of nights with the three of us spending in the kitchen and Pierce has been grilling and I just feel like I have benefited so much from this because I get more time with Pierce uh, less time cooking I mean I do like to cook but it's really nice to hand it off and more really good meals he's so good at it so that's what I'm grateful for today. Pierce made us a really yummy, healthy dinner, and I'm feeling very grateful. I love that. And I love that that was Pierce's resolution. Or like, yeah. you know, just... Me too. His, his little goal, especially... I don't know. I just think I'm such an advocate of husbands. <laughs> um, doing just like finding a passion or a habit or a hobby outside of like working and supporting everyone pierce is a man of many he is he is and i love that about pierce i do too it's one of my favorite things about him but he has so many interests and and i love that he's like he does still want even though he does so many things like he's still picking up something new yeah i do i love that about him inspires me okay my thing i'm grateful for this week is that um on saturday last week we were at the park because we're just trying to spend more time outside. So I was at the park with, um, actually Johnny wasn't with us, but I was with Brooks and Wells at the park and Johnny called me and said, this is at like 4.30. And he's like, hey, I just was looking at the weather in Southern California. Don't tell me why. <laughs> um, but he's like, I was just looking at the weather in Southern California this weekend. Tomorrow it's supposed to be 88 And he's like, just hear me out. What if we went? And I just like did not have a good reason to say no. (laughs) Which I feel like I'm just not a super spontaneous person. And so I usually will come up with a reason to like stick with the safe answer and just be like, no, like it's probably best, you know, stick in our routine, whatever. But I just felt like I didn't really have a good reason to say no. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. And we called up my sister. She's like, yep, I want to come. So all five of us, just like we were in the car by like 730 that night. So literally within three hours <laughs> and um, drove down to Southern California and just like spent a couple days on the beach and saw some good friends so and ate some good food. And it was just like a really sweet little weekend spontaneous little weekend trip so I'm grateful for that it sounded so fun and not gonna lie I'm a little jealous (laughs) but happy for you (laughs) so we want to jump in today with um the submissions that you sent in and starting off with the first one which I think is the sweetest idea because I love this and I'll tell you why she says um candles I like candles one to two times a week especially at dinner time And I love this because I love cooking so much. I am a huge Ina Garten fan. If you cook, you probably love her. (laughs) Those just go together, right? (laughs) That's true. 
And um, my mother-in-law has like all of her cookbooks. And so um, when we were at their house, gosh, I don't know, maybe a year ago or so, I was just like looking through all of Ina's cookbooks, right? Barefoot Contessa. And I had to buy one of them because in the front of it, she talks about, she gives like a little background to her and her husband and um, the houses that they've lived in. I can't remember what this, what this exact cookbook is, but she talks about the houses they've lived in and how she, how they moved a lot at the beginning of their marriage and how she made them a home. And then she just like set this really beautiful scene talking about like the little things that she does that um, have made a big difference. And one of them was that she loves to light a candle while she cooks dinner and have the kitchen clean while they eat so that by the time they're eating, like there's a candle lit, it's the food smells good. Like it's all clean. They really just get to like enjoy this really cozy environment. And I just, that scene alone, I was like done. I'm buying this cookbook. (laughs) Anyways. So like I thought of that when I saw the submission. That sounds pretty magical. And in reality, my kitchen is almost never clean by the time we're eating dinner. I mean, I definitely try and have it like picked up, but definitely not clean while we're eating dinner yeah um but I mean you have to clean the kitchen anyway yeah might as well have it done a little earlier yes this is so silly but this is one reason I love meals where you prepare them and then you finish it in the oven like anything that has to bake at the end sheet pan meals or we don't do a ton of casserole but that would be like the similar same kind of thing but where you like stick it in the oven at the end because then you have that time to clean yeah. the kitchen before you eat. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. I love that. I am going to be better at, at integrating that. I feel like my mom was actually really good about that. But I'm always like, we have to eat it all the time or else it's yes. not going to be as good. <laughs> but I could definitely time that better. So thanks for that tip, Ina. <laughs> um, but really, I like that she brought up like candles because I do feel like that brings so much coziness that mm-hmm. I love. But... um. And you bring up dinner, like dinner with your family is just such a sacred time. Totally. It really is. And I have so many memories, like sitting around the dinner table with my family. And I know we both really enjoy cooking. Um, I enjoy cooking most of the time, but you definitely do not have to be a good cook or enjoy cooking to make dinner time a sacred time. Totally. Like, even if you're doing Chick-fil-A takeout and eating at it at your family dinner table Mm -hmm. like that's still a sacred time Mm -hmm. I agree going along with that um somebody brought up dinner time discussions and I think those can be so valuable our boys are a little bit young for it but I think I should be doing them with Pierce because that's like a habit that you can instill um and just get your kids excited to join in one day. Mm-hmm. But my family, every night our prompt was, we had to say our high point, our low point, and how we served somebody that day. And it was great because it made you like connect with your family. You can't just say, how was your day? And you say, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like You had to have a concrete good thing and bad thing that happened that day. And um, it was fun to hear how everybody like did a nice thing for somebody else that day. And also as a young girl or teenager, it made me, um, it made me really kind of have to think about it as I was going throughout my day, like what nice thing I was doing. But now I was actually thinking about that if Pierce and I were to do it, 
I just basically have the easiest out because yeah. I surf miles all day long. <laughs> I did something so nice for miles today. No, just kidding. I should for sure focus on service outside of miles, but just saying I always have an answer. I like that. My family always had dinner at the table together as well, which I know there's like so much research about how beneficial that is for all parties involved, right? Especially children. Um, so I love that, but we never had a, like a dinner time prompt and I like that idea. We mostly though, like we just really love to laugh. If you know anyone in my family, you would probably say that about them. <laughs> just love to laugh. That's so, fun. so like, I feel like more often than not, it was just like, we were telling like funny stories from what had happened during the day and like yeah. all just laughing. And that totally comes from my parents, which like fostered a very fun relationship. And like, it just, I think it added to the feeling of our home was that like we all love to laugh together and that has as we've grown into adults has allowed us to become like very good friends because we genuinely like have a good time together I love that and I think sometimes those prompts can help encourage that yes I'm, I'm sure sometimes they distract but I think that it I, gives you something to talk about well yeah. and I would like to start that too because Johnny and I I hate to admit this so this is I guess it's confession time <laughs> <laughs> um like that's one of our rules is we have like certain times that we don't, we don't say like, oh, you can use your phone during these times, but we have certain times that we don't use phones and it's like bedtime, like when we're putting the kids down or, um, one of them's dinner time, for example. And sometimes we'll like put our phones down for dinner and like, we have nothing to say to each other. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like kind of embarrassed by that. That's so funny. Honestly, it's kind of relatable because when you're when you're with someone from home, yes. and you're together all day, and then you, you can sit talk down about whatever like, you want all day long, and then forced conversation feels so forced. That like, is so funny. So it would be nice to have prompts, just you know, yeah. to spark conversation yeah. when it's just not flowing freely, and abandon it whenever you want. Yes. Um, also, I wanted to say this at the beginning of the episode, but totally forgot. Um, just got swept away in our conversation. Um, but I just wanted to preface this conversation with this list of things we're about to share with you should not make you feel overwhelmed. It should not be a checklist. No, like this is not a list of something you need to be doing every day by any means. And if ever you are listening to our podcast and something we say makes you feel like you are not doing enough, like that is... Like that is not our intention and no, that is not, it's not right. helpful. It's like not helpful if you are here listening to a podcast about how to like enjoy motherhood better, like you are doing enough, like everything you are doing for your children, like you are doing more than enough. They're so lucky to have you. These are just some ideas because we love trying to improve ourselves and trying to improve our family lives and our homes. Um, but yeah, that's just all these are, are like some ideas and suggestions. And if they sound fun to you, do them. If they sound overwhelming, please throw them out the window because that that is never what we are here to do, is to overwhelm. It is only to help encourage. Yeah, I can only emphasize what you said. I agree. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> and these things too, like like I said, like we definitely try it, a lot of them. But yes. And definitely fail at. At least I feel all of them. Yeah, (laughs) I feel all of them to varying degrees, but 
they are things that I work on and working on them blesses my life, which Mm -hmm. is why I want to share them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I will say like, I'm the kind of person, you know, this who I just constantly make checklists in my head and I'm very prone to feeling guilty about not doing things. (laughs) And so I think for me too, like, it's just constantly about finding balance. Like I love feeling motivated to do something new to, you know, improve in any way. But the second it like, (laughs) just tips over to the side of like unhealthy or obsessive or, you know, whatever, starting to feel guilty about it, then I just have to like keep it in check and realize like, nope, this isn't serving me. Like I need to find a very healthy balance that brings joy into our lives, not stress. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is a delicate balance. Speaking of which, everybody said this and it is for sure probably the first one of the first answers that came to mind for me. And I think it's something that can definitely bring stress, but (laughs) everybody said, Oh yes. Our question, what did we ask? We said, what do you do that makes your home feel like a happy place? Yes. Is that what we asked? That was what we asked. That was the prompt. And my answer and everybody else's answer was to keep it clean. Yes. I had the same thought, which first of all, amen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, Brittany and I were kind of talking about how do we balance that because I agree with so many of you that said my home feels better when it is clean. I feel better when my home is clean. It is just a more joyful, peaceful environment when it's clean. But how do we balance that with the fact that we have kids and toddlers and our lives are mayhem sometimes? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because in all honesty... And I know this changes as your kids get older. And I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't fix itself, but it does change, right? It looks a little different as your kids get older. But I talk to my mom about this all the time, that when you have little kids, like when you're in that young, young family phase, um, it, you can't keep up. It is, if you tried to pick up after your children all day long, like you will just be running behind them all day be, long like you can't keep up you, you would miss be all the moments of connection yeah and like we talked about last week like we do believe so much in being present um so I think we talked about a couple of things that work for us mm-hmm. um that help us balance between like the overwhelming feeling of um wanting to keep your house clean all the time just because it is a joyful thing to have your house clean mm-hmm. um but also wanting to embrace your kids and not be stressed out when something's like a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the first for me is to kind of clean as I go. Um, like if I make breakfast, I try and have breakfast, like I'll put away by the time we go upstairs and like take our bath and get ready for the day. Um, and so I try, I try and clean as I go. But with that said, I try and have my house clean. I try and do a cleanup like when he goes down for his nap And after he goes to bed, like those two times, honestly, not even as much the nap because I use his nap time for myself. Mostly Mm -hmm, I'll do like mm -hmm. a quick five minute cleanup Mm -hmm. after he goes down. And then when he goes to bed at night, that's when I like really make sure my house is like spotless. So I get to wake up to a clean house. Mm -hmm. But if it's, if Miles is up from his nap and there are, and he's like, coloring with his crayons and there are crayons everywhere and he like just had a snack like there are moments during the day where my house looks like a bomb went off yeah and I just like have to realize that we live in this house Mm -hmm. and I have a toddler and there are moments that it's going to be like that and that's fine like I 
I will try and clean up his toys before we go to, before we move on to dinner. Mm -hmm. But like, it's not, it does not look like it looks at night all the time. And I feel like you have to find that balance of being okay with that and like still setting yourself up for success the next day and like wiping the slate clean and Mm -hmm. having it ready to go. Yeah. No, I think that was perfectly said. I, this is something that I have a hard time with because I want my house to be clean all day long, every day. (laughs) And so some days it does feel like I just am falling behind as I watch Brooks like run from one room to the next. (laughs) And I just have to remind myself exactly what you said. The like, you know what? I'm going to miss out on like all these sweet moments and good thing, other good things that like I could be doing if I just am focused on this all day long. And I remember... Um, I read that, the book, um, I don't remember, The Magnolia Story. Is that what it's called? Chip and Joanna, like, wrote a book together. I think it's called The Magnolia Story. I can't say that exactly. But, um, and I remember her talking about this, that she discovered this, like, as she had lots of little kids, that she, like, was getting really into decorating houses and um, had people, like, she had people coming over to her house. I can't remember all the details, but she had oftentimes people coming over to either look at or, like, buy things from her house. And she, like, wanted it to feel clean all the time. And she was getting caught up in that and finally realized, like, wait, even if, like, even if ideally it was clean all the time, my kids wouldn't be doing these things that I want them to do, right? Like, yeah. it's good to have a mess. And so I just try and remind myself of that every once in a while. Like, it's so much more enjoyable if we can not stress about it all day. But then, you know, have a couple a couple little, like, check-in points. Yeah. Yeah. But with that said, like, having a clean home, I 100% agree with. That is so important. And I think especially for me, going to bed with a clean house and waking up to a clean house is so important to my happiness. And mm-hmm. it's not like I just, like, let it go all day. But it definitely is not that level of clean at all times. And... I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me happy when I, Pierce would die if you heard me say this because he hates <laughs> that I do this. But like, honestly, every once in a while, Miles like color on the floor and I'm like, oh, cute. Like, <laughs> Pierce hates that. But I'm like, I'm like, you know what? It's not that hard for me to mop it up. Right. And I mean, I don't try to let him do that. <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> I like, love that because that's so your guys' personalities. <laughs> that's cute. But I'm like, you know what? I'm happy that Miles is like, feels comfortable here. And that's, that's so important to me. Yes. Yes. I love that. Okay. So something else that we had mentioned was baking, which amen to that. Oh, I love baking. I do too. And my mom, that's something I loved and like have always pictured for my own house was when we would come home from school and you could smell that something was in the oven. Oh, there's nothing better. And I want that for my kids. Like, I want them to come home. I can't say I'm super familiar with that. <laughs> my mom was the type that, like, had carrot sticks and apples <laughs> sitting out for us, which I love you, Mom. Thank you for that. But, like, I feel like every home kind of has that food culture. Yes. And both are special. To- which de- Yes, they are. And that's the thing. It defines your home. Like, whatever it is that you do. We kind of talked about this in our Christmas holiday or like Christmas traditions episode, but it is like whatever it is that you do or whatever it is, that's like your family's thing. It becomes like this really sweet yeah, element to yeah. your family's culture. Yeah. And kind of whatever you prefer, like if you like to bake, 
awesome and if you prefer to like have something else sitting out but I think food culture is such a big part of family culture totally and just embracing that and like acknowledge like realizing that the foods you bring into your home like have a feeling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be weird to say but I I think that like the everything you buy that you bring into your home has a has a feeling mm-hmm. and I think that you can make your home feel like so cozy with baked goods and totally. having like a snack for your kids when they get home or just like berries on the counter all summer long. Right. Whatever it's, it is that you yeah, do. Yeah. Whatever it is that you do. Totally. Can be made something special that makes your home feel like home. Mm-hmm. And that actually goes right into a couple other um, submissions that we had. We had um, healthy food in your home, which I love that because I agree. Like there is a feeling from the food that you have in your house. And I would argue that we all feel good when we're eating healthy, right? (laughs) Like it's a healthy, happy feeling. And another thing was yummy food in the fridge and pantry. So just like in general, that feeling of like nourishment from a good place, it just goes into creating a good environment. all about healthy eating, like will talk time blue in the face about how important I think it is to eat healthy and nourish our bodies. But also I will say, I don't think it feels like home if I'm like, I want a treat and there's absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, and you also can't really beat the smell of cookies in the oven. No. So, <laughs> True. Balance. True. Yes, totally. I think that's a big area of balance. Um, Something else that somebody said is that I thought this was the cute. I actually thought this was the cutest submission. I loved it. They said they came up with a family song together and they sing it before bed every night. That is like the level of sweet mom I aspire to. Isn't that so sweet? It really is so sweet. Like that inspired me. I know. I love it. And it reminded me, um, we have some cousins who my uncle works for the state department. So they've moved a number of times just from country to country and they have this really sweet tradition. Um, well, and then me and like a bunch of my siblings spent like a few months with them at different times. Um, anyway, and so we all like experienced this when we would live with them. And at night before they go to bed, they had this tradition where they started like a little family cheer. And they would say, I don't know the other, like a good word for it, but they would say, I love you in all of the languages of all of the countries that they'd lived in. Cute. Isn't that cute? So every new country they moved to, they'd like add a new one. That's so It was sweet. really sweet. Yeah. And my mom did something kind of like that too. And every time we have like a family reunion, we do it now. And I think it's so cute. Um, we actually randomly, we do it with my dad's family because my mom like brought it to them, but That's we so say, sweet. we like do an, another family cheer and literally it's sure love ya. Like, that's what we say. Cute. <laughs> sure. Love ya. <laughs> but it's that's like cute. the cutest, but it's like your family's thing. Yes. I love that. Hearing everybody's things just makes me realize like we get to be so we get to create mm-hmm. our family culture mm-hmm. and we get to create the feeling that people feel when they walk into our homes. And I like that you use That's the special. word create because I think just like in reading these two, like we can be very creative in what we do, right? Like you don't have to do just like the standard thing, but like you can be very creative in coming up with what will fit your family and like what will form your family culture or like, make your happy Like I love home. you in a bunch of different languages. Yes. That's so sweet. Yeah. I... Or a family song. <laughs> So going along with the song that she sings, which I love, 
Um, we are not musical in my family at all. <laughs> this would not contribute to a happy home. No, this would make a very unhappy home in my house. We, yeah, whenever we sing, it is comical. Like my sister as a Paris, joke. I did not know this about you guys. That oh, cracks right? it's me up. Horrible. It, it is horrible. And my sister, like to give you an idea of how bad it is, my sister and mom in church, I'm totally outing them right now, but in church they used to sing super loud because they thought it was so funny. Like my sister would cry laughing so hard just because like she wasn't trying to sing that. She would just like sing with so much like like love and just all the volume. And it was like it was horrifying it was so so bad it was just so bad (laughs) anyways my whole family but with that said um a few people answered this and I loved it it's music like the music you listen to in your house um Miles and I usually usually like around breakfast time I have a playlist I'll turn on that just like makes me feel happy and he'll usually try and dance and I just love the like energy it brings into our house Mm mm-hmm and I have to say, you guys are really good at this. I I feel like whenever we come over here for dinner, you always have a nice music on. And I love it. And that's something I would like to be better at. Because it does, it totally adds to the feeling. And I have to say, I ate breakfast <laughs> all through, gosh, who even knows, from the time I was probably 10 till 18 to the Jody Messina soundtrack. And I just will forever so love cute. it. If I ever hear a Jody Messina song, I'm like it brings me back in a second. That's to like, funny. I don't even know who that is. Oh my gosh. You need to go look her up. Country she's country. Music. It'll be it's your breakfast playlist. But it's just like so classic. That's yeah, that's what I grew up to and I love it. Yeah. That and like we totally Rolling have a playlist that like makes me feel like home. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's fun that, like, I got to make that for my family. Oh, totally. And I think there's also, like, on Sunday on Sundays, I grew up, like, we had, like, classical church music on Sundays. Yes. Like, there's a different feeling on Sundays, and music totally helped set that tone. Mm-hmm. It, like, yeah, it, like, sets apart Sunday. Like, you can feel a difference. Yeah. I like Yeah, that. I always really appreciated that on Sunday. That's sweet. Another one that we got was pray every night as a family before bed, which I think is just a really sweet way to end the night altogether. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And like, it sets the tone so well, like if you are religious, like we are, um, it's just so nice to have that like grounding moment as a family to talk or to talk to God and just remind your family of what's important. Mm-hmm. I have to say, too, that was one that was actually really hard for my family growing up. It was like a fight to get everyone together, like more in our teenage years through like middle school, high school, because we all had such crazy schedules and it was really hard to get everyone together to say a family prayer before bed. And wow, like probably 50% of the time there was a fight over it. That's so funny. But the thing is, like, we stuck to it. We did it. And honestly, I think every one of my siblings would say it contributed to our relationships together. Because we, no matter the fight, like, leading up to it and, like, waiting for everyone to get there and whatever, we never just said a prayer and then left. We would end up talking for, like, 
a half hour and we kept being like, oh, we got to go. And then we'd keep talking and like, okay. oh, we got to go. I can so relate to that. Just like taking that moment to come together yes. as a family. And my family always, we don't do it anymore. Now we're like a little bit grown up for this, <laughs> but um, I'm the oldest. So I have four younger siblings and really like until Pierce joined the family, we would kneel in our, cir- like we would kneel in a circle and like say a prayer and then we'd do a kiss pass. <laughs> and it was so cute because it was, it was with my siblings that are like so little and so sweet and we just everybody would kiss the cheek of the person next to them cute. that's cute and it was so cute and it was just sweet and like we always made a joke of like my little brother like my little brother being in the kiss pass circle he's super affectionate he didn't mind don't worry but anyways it was like it that's was just sweet. a sweet memory I have with my family and now we look I back like and that. we laugh and we're like Okay, wow, that would be so weird if we did that now. But it was like, it was really sweet, you know? That is. I think that's really cute. I like that. Um, which also kind of goes into, we we had a conversation about, and a couple people mentioned, um, just like being kind and like no arguing or, you know, and we talked about how avoiding any kind of contention in a home is honestly impossible. Like, let's just be real, right? Like, we have feelings. We get frustrated. No. (laughs) But, like, regardless of our feelings, we can still be kind. Yeah. And that was, like, a must, I think, for both of us growing up. My mom was so big on that. And I had, like I said, I have four (laughs) siblings, and all of us love each other. Like, we are really, really close. And I think the older I get, the more I realize how special that was. And a huge thing my mom did that I attribute to, um, that I attribute this to is she did not like allow us to talk unkindly to each other. Like we were allowed to have our feelings. We were allowed to be frustrated, but we were not allowed to speak unkindly. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that really set us up for success because, we learned to articulate how we were feeling in a way that was kind. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say we were perfect at it. I actually, <laughs> I got mad at Pierce today and I got totally frustrated with him and like said some things I, that like were not kind. And I had to come back later and be like, you know what? I am so sorry. I should not have talked to you like that. Like that was not okay. Um, so even though obviously we will always fall short of that like standard of kindness, um, I think it's so important to utilize apologies and to be able to genuinely say you're sorry. But really, truly, like having kindness in your home is like maybe one of the bigger so important elements. Yeah, so important. Yeah, like all of these things are like. Um, like I do think they contribute to the happiness of your home. But like if there's not kindness in the home too, it doesn't matter how many candles you have lit if you're screaming <laughs> at each other. <laughs> but that is a really funny, I'm just like visualizing like the calming music and the baking smells and the candles and you're like screaming at each other. Like that's obviously not a great environment for no, screaming. No, But no, but I, I like how you said that that is, it's, it's kind of like a learning ground, like creating that environment of being allowed to express yourself, but not in an unkind way. Um, it's, and it's like allowing your children space to learn how to do that so that as adults, they're able to do that because I mean, let's just be honest. We all know a few adults who can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, 
that's a really important thing. And especially with your spouse. Like that's yeah. so, so important. Because your and kids so, are watching how yes, you do that. Yes. And Miles unfortunately did see me be like way too short with Pierce today. But then, you know, he also saw me say, I'm sorry. I was totally wrong. Yeah. I was out of line. That wasn't fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that definitely contributes to a happy home is, is, um, just like that emotional well being and like sense of security that our children get from seeing us work through conflict yeah. with our spouse. Yeah. And seeing like the resolution. Because, we need to you know, a lot of people, yes, a lot of people talk about how, um, you like argue, you know, you'll argue in front of your kids, but then like they don't see the makeup and that is really hard. And yeah. so I think just on so many levels, learning how to make up with someone, learning that it's okay to apologize, you know, learning, learning that you feeling can have that conflict security. and be kind. Yes. Yep. It's so important. Like that's such an important thing within your family. Like there will be conflict in a family. Mm-hmm. And so like learning how to resolve that with kindness is absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I want you to talk about another one that we nobody actually sent this in, but I felt like we got a few ideas that sort of let they led us were, to this. Yes, they were leading to it. So I kind of I feel like you're really good about talking about this. Oh. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say because I am passionate about it. <laughs> I and I feel like I've even like touched on it with food, but I'm just so passionate about what we bring into our homes is so important. Like we should only bring things into our homes that we love and enjoy. Um, Like I was using the example, like if I go to Target, sometimes I'm just so tempted and sometimes I do buy Miles like a $3 toy from the dollar section Mm -hmm. because it's going to entertain him and he's going to be happy and like it's just so easy. Mm -hmm. And then I get home and there's this $3, I mean – Nothing against $3 toys. Like, sometimes they're great. But my point is it's, like, a cheap toy that I didn't care about, he didn't care about. It was just, like, in the moment. It just entertained him for a minute. Yeah. And then we got home, and now I have, like, this toy that, like, I don't care about, he doesn't care about. And now it's just, like, a piece of junk I have in my house that I'm going to, like, have to declutter out of a bin and Mm -hmm. donate in a couple Mm -hmm. of months. And so I'm just so passionate about, like, you shouldn't buy it if it's something that you're going to find yourself donating even in like a year or a couple of years mm-hmm. if it doesn't have like a really specific important use. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- like that makes our house keeping it clean so, so much, much easier. easier. And when you like look around your house and you like mm-hmm. everything you see, mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's not that much stuff, like you don't have to have like a perfectly decorated home mm-hmm. um, or like all of your child's toys have to be like a million beautiful toys but like if you like the things you see that that is special and i really just do feel so passionately about like not buying those things because it costs you energy because then you're having to pick it up and declutter it and mm-hmm. donate it mhm and i heard somebody once <clears throat> talk about uh i wish i could remember the specifics but it was just like the value of the things that you buy um in terms of like hours spent at work or like time spent away from your family or whatever. And wow, like all you need is to like really put that in perspective to to avoid any unnecessary purchases. Yeah. <laughs> because I like it has stuck with me ever since I heard it and I think about that a lot. Like is this worth, you know, my time or my husband's time away from our family? 
you know, this amount of hours, is it really worth that? And like, wow, so often I'm like, yeah. no, yeah. it's not at all. Like, And if it is, it's something you want in your home. Exactly, exactly. So just the idea of like what you bring in brings joy. It has a purpose rather than it's just filling space or taking energy or whatever that is. And like Marie Kondo says, it sparks joy. Yes, yes. Um, I want everything in my house to spark joy. And... Um, Kimberly, Brittany's mom, actually mm. suggested in the suggestion box um, just having your home decluttered and organized. And um, that, first of all, it makes your house way easier to keep clean so when you much. don't have massive amounts of stuff. So much. But um, And when you know it has a spot yeah. to go to. And that's something like still, I still feel when I go home to <clears throat> my house. Like, I don't go that often, obviously, because it's in a different state. But, like, every few months when I'm able to go, like, that is one thing that contributes to the way my house feels. Like, it feels like home when I walk in. And it's because everything has a place. It's always very clean. And just, like, that feels good. And I want my house to feel that way. Even though, like, I have little kids running around and it may not feel that way every second of the day, it makes, like, those cleanups at night a thousand times easier and quicker and it doesn't take unnecessary energy for me to do that. And just, like, having that decluttered feeling, it, wow, it, like, is, it's such a good feeling. And I think you bring up a good point that it just, like, it doesn't cost, like, it costs you less energy to have a decluttered house. Mm-hmm. Somebody gave a tip. I was watching some cleaning video. I don't know. <laughs> it's an area I'm always trying to work on because it doesn't come super naturally to me. But she made the suggestion. I think she actually said every day, which is like not realistic for me at all. So I go for every week. She said, she says every week I try to do a chore in my house that isn't going to get immediately undone yeah which I really like that because like laundry it's just like never ending dishes are never ending and those are the things I do like all the time you feel all like. the time mm-hmm. yeah but like organizing my bathroom drawer is something that's gonna stay nice for a few months mm-hmm. and so I've been trying to implement that and I notice like my house just feels better and mm-hmm. I it feels so good to do a project that like doesn't get immediately destroyed totally I enjoy it totally and I'm actually laughing that she said every day I know. Excuse me. She's so much better than I'll ever be. (laughs) Because I literally, in thinking about my goals, right, we're like splitting them up by month. I literally was like, every month I should choose something. She's like, every day I I do a home organization project. Yes, that's honestly so funny. Props to her. Awesome. I didn't didn't know the girl who was doing it, and I don't remember who she was, but But I'm guessing pretty amazing. She had older kids. pretty awesome um someone said this kind of goes along with that someone said every room should bring me peace and I liked that thought it was just kind of the same idea as like the things I bring into my home should bring me joy yeah I, I like that yeah peace is important mm-hmm. um and then the last couple ones I think to kind of finish it up are very physical things um that I think would be so easy to apply but fresh flowers, which feel like such a luxury, but when they I have do. them, they feel so nice. Mm-hmm. And I love having fresh flowers. It's definitely not something I have all the time, but I do love like the feeling it brings into my home. Mm-hmm. And um, also art that inspires. I think having meaningful art, like religious art or um, like photos of your family or photos of places you've traveled or however it relates to you, mm-hmm. I think having meaningful art is a really sweet way to bring a feeling into your home. Totally. 
I love that. And a really fun way to be creative with the feeling you want in your home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, think I thought these I thought these were the most fabulous submissions. So we just want to give a huge thank you to everyone who sent them in and to everyone who listened today. Yes, we are always so grateful for your um, advice. We feel like we learned so much from you and we're really grateful for that. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you want to help contribute to our next episode, you can find us at kindred underscore conversations on Instagram. And if you haven't already, if you could take a minute to rate and review our podcast, it would mean the world. That is like so helpful to us as we are new and trying to grow. If you could take a minute and do that, that would be so kind. Thank you.